This is the Ned and Josh podcast. Podcast. If you or someone in your family has been injured at work, visit mej.com.au. Hit 104.7. Weirdly enough, yesterday I sort of had like a bit of an epiphany where I was staring deep into the eyes of my four-legged soulmate, Leonard, Lenny. His name's not Leonard. It's Have you not called him Leonard? It's not Leonard. No, he, on all of his certificates, it's Lenny. L-E-N-N-Y. Can I say yes. that is a disappointing development in the life of Lenny? Because you often lament the fact that your name's just Ned. It's not yes. short for anything. Yeah. It's not you, You've done the same thing to your baby boy. You've Sucked given him, in. You've given him a name <laughs> that isn't short for anything. Well, no, I call him Len all the time, though. Oh, Because so he does steal Lenny. my sunshine. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of my sleep as well, to be honest. So I'm sort of pissed at him today, but that's fine. That's a story for another time. But I was just kind of looking at him, and I was like... I started thinking because I was like, actually, what happened was he was tearing out, tearing out one of his toys that he really likes. And I was like, well, I hope you're happy, mate. That's the toy you like. So I guess yep. see you later. Cosmo and Star have a rose all day toy. Like it's, it, and yeah. they tore it to shreds yesterday. So apparently yesterday was rose day. Uh, producer Michael once got me a doggy beer can for yeah. present day uh, that he loved and destroyed. Yeah. His That's toys don't last doing. long. They, yeah. like, they work out, they bleed fluff yeah. and then go... And now I have to kill Now that. I will do this to it forever. Um, I was like, well, you're not getting another one to your birthday. And I was like, you as a rescue dog do not have a birthday. We don't know when it is. Much like my dog growing up, Tex, he was also a rescue dog from RSPCA. Uh, adopt, don't shop if you can. But he had no birthday. And so his birthday ended up just being Christmas where he would get like a... Good call. Roll it in. Cylinder, yeah, pretty much essentially what my parents did to me. With being, uh, I was born on the twenty third of December, but he'd just get like a roll of tennis balls. He would get all the wrapping paper from Christmas. He'd get some sticks and bones. It was great. So Star Star's birthday, our older golden retriever, yeah. is like the twenty third of December. So no, the twenty fourth of December. No, twenty second. Second, sorry, second. Yeah, twenty second of December. The day before mine. Yes, and then Cosmos is the twenty fourth. Oh, so literally so the dog sandwich. It goes you. It goes first Star, dog you, yeah, second dog. Yeah. That's how it goes. And that looked easy to remember. Easy to remember. Very easy to remember. Oh, apparently not for me just then. <laughs> <laughs> really made that super complicated. I started thinking, well, this is kind of great because yes. I get to just give you a birthday yes. now. But then I was like, what's the what's the best birthday date? I know what it is. When the nineteenth of March. Why? It's the day after mine. I'm not doing that. It's the day after mine. Yeah. I should have also known that. Sorry about that, no, dude. That's fine, mate. Okay. I really thought it was the 15th, so that's no, no, my the, the, the 19th. It goes, so it goes from Patrick's Day, my birthday, Lenny's birthday. Ooh, that's, that's not a big bad. three days. That's a big three. That's a fun three days. That is a fun three days. Yeah. I was thinking... Did you have a date in mind? I, w- I actually thought... What th- are you going for? A date that works conveniently or a date that just rolls off the tongue? Like it's a date that you enjoy saying... Like yeah. Maybe like the 23rd of September. The 8th of November. Oh, the 8th. Of, remember, remember. The, the 8th, 8th of, of November. November. Which I don't think is yeah. the line, but... Oh, you see, you want it quick. You want it so it's coming up no, in like the next month. That's so you almost why it. I don't want it okay. so soon. I want it to be like essentially in... I want it to be on the what's 9th the most, of October would be great. What's the most fun month to say? I, I October think it's or pro- November? I think it's probably October, to be honest. I like saying the word October. <laughs> October sounds like a fun... If it could be time. the 8th of October, that'd be rad because then I have 363 days to, yeah. to not buy my toy. Yeah, the 8th of October. Wayne is... it's And this is not what I named him after, but 
Oh, Lenny from The Simpsons. When's yeah. his birthday? When's his birthday? Is it ever mentioned in the show? When he Lenny his Leonard is his name. I forgot yep. that was his name. When's his birthday? Would you like have a guess? Oh, I'm going to say. Yeah, I was going to say. How long The Simpsons has been going? He would have yeah. been born in the 40s, probably. <laughs> so <laughs> He's 400 years old. Birthday. Lenny Leonardson birthday. Well, uh, 13-10-60 is the number to call. He actually does have a birthday. April 13th. Maybe that, that should not be. It. Oh, yeah. no, that's, that's the day that He's also named Lenford. Mm. That was a name. All right. Who cares? The point is, 13-10-60 is the number to call right now. We yeah. need to give this dog a birthday. Yeah. Make a case for a specific date. I would have love a, to get hear Get on it. the phone right now. 13, 10, 60. Do you have a date that you think is just the best sounding date? Yeah. Or if you were born on that day and you're like, I've got it made. I went on to... If your name's Lenny... Oh, that's good. If you are Lenny... If you're a Lenny... And you, and you want to put forward your birthday, if your name's Leonard or Lenny... Yeah. Or maybe if, you, you know, you're a girl named Len... Same thing. Love it. We'd love that. 13, 10, 60, maybe you could even put forward your own birthday. Good to know, well, goodto.com says any time in December because you get a, like Christmas and yeah, yeah. I could not disagree more. <laughs> As someone who's born in December, no, it is not. 13, 10, 60, yeah. but you can also head to our Instagram, hit 1047 yes. Canberra. Best part about the Instagram part is you get to type in a date and see Lenny. There's a picture of him up there. Two for one. He's wearing a little party hat. So go and, go and party with Lenny right now at Hit 1047 Canberra. Give the dog a birthday. Yes. Right now, we are asking a question. What should Ned's dog Lenny's birthday be? Pretty yes. damn simple. He doesn't have a birthday. He's a rescue. So they, he kind of just came to me pretty as a blank slate. Now I get the... It's honestly a pretty weighty decision to decide oh, yeah. when his birthday yep. is going to be. Mm-hmm. So far, I do enjoy the 8th of November. It looks cool to write. Nov 8 looks mm-hmm. kind of cool. Um, but 13, 10, 60, or go to our Instagram page and let us know, what's the best birthday date? So some of the Instagram posts have been sensational so far. Tell me and I'll tell you which ones I like. One of my favourite ones at the moment is Georgie saying we should vote for International Dog Day, which is the 26th of August. I like it. I do yeah, ruin Georgie's idea. What? What? No. Give, no, give, he, give me the feedback. I don't want him to get. I just don't want him to get lost in the crowd oh, because okay. it's like Christmas for dogs. It's like every every dog gets celebrated. Garfield want, the dog has a really clever idea. Garfield the dog. Third of April. The third of so April. Three would be Ned. So three letters for Ned and April. Four letters for Josh. So th- third of the fourth. Third of April. So third Ned of, and Josh. Okay. That would be his birthday. I'm very confused. I like the maths. No, so three letters in Ned, four letters in Josh, yeah. third of the fourth. Oh, the yeah. third, I was going to yeah. say there's five letters in April. I'm very, very confused. Yeah. We've got uh, Madison <laughs> on the line from Richardson. How are you? Good. How are you? Yeah, good. Thank you. Uh, now, Madison, do you have a suggestion yeah, for Lenny's suggestion. birthday date? I do. So for my cat, I adopted him from the RSPCA. Mm-hmm. Love it. You're there, Madison? Oh, no, Madison. <laughs> Sorry, you, oh, you're, no, breaking you're breaking up, up Madison. breaking up, Madison. I really, this was going down a good path. Are you there? I am. Okay, yes. We got you, we got you, we got you. Okay, yeah, so you adopted your cat from the RSPCA. What did you decide? So we went with a date that we adopted him because it was like the start of his new life. No. Oh, I like that idea. He's a born-again dog. I like that idea. Matt from Morton. I have forgotten when that day was. Oh, but you're I have, kidding. Have you forgotten the adoption date? I have the documents to say when I got him. Oh, so my I can check. God. Matt from Morton, <laughs> what's your idea for Lenny's birthday? Uh, I reckon you could make him... To be honest.
29th of February. Oh, leap year. Leap year. Ooh, and then that way you don't have to buy presents. He'll I, live forever. I do. Well, I don't know about I don't know about the maths there, but I like that I only have to get him a present once every four years. Take a look at some of the other ones. He kind of looks like a frog sometimes. Like he has the body of a frog, so um, he's like a, he can be a leapfrog. A lead. lot of votes for the day after my birthday, March 19. Yeah, from your family? Those dates, those votes are all from me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Makes a lot of sense. No, uh, Tegan says kind of similar to Madison, when you sign the papers to pick him up. So you would have a record of that. Yeah, like no, no, when no. you actually sign the papers should be his birthday. I know that when I ha- when I actually got him, I can go back through and find it. I just don't have a... Oh, it's actually in my car. I can go and get it yeah, before our if you'd like. Kelly from Franklin, how are you? Good, thanks. How are you? Yeah, good. Thank you, Kelly. Do you have a suggestion for Lenny's birthday? I think 26th of December, Boxing Day. Oh, Boxing Day! Ooh, yes! I like that. He's I, not a boxer. He's, he a, is, he's yeah, a staff. He's a staff. But he's not a boxer. But still, I. the only problem with that might be is that I'm usually home yes. for Christmas. He might be a, a, at, a, at a doggy kennel. Yeah, yeah, or like at a friend's house or someone mm. might be dog sitting and I'd hate to not be here for his birthday yes, to celebrate yes, it. Yes, yes, I yes. do love that suggestion though, Kelly. Well, very well done. All right, in big news. Oh my God, no way! <laughs> On the phone right now. This might have to go to this person. Lenny from Gugong, how are you? <laughs> Hello, good. How are you? Yeah, good, Great, Lenny. Lenny. Oh, Lenny. my God. How's now, it going, I'm gonna, mate? now I'm never not going to be here. If I ever do Lenny's voice, it's yeah. always going to be your voice now, Lenny. Can we go like, uh, I'm hungry, mate? Well, I'm hungry. <laughs> yes. That's that a, is what he would sound that's like, That's exactly too. what I think Lenny would sound like. Let, Lenny, when's... Are you suggesting your birthday or just our birthday? I mean, Ned, you've got to be pretty prepared. My birthday is the 15th of October this Saturday, so if you can oh, get your act together. Wow. This week. That's a big That's a big call. Could you give Lenny call. a birthday by this week? But I actually do love the I love the, the months of October and November. Well, we did want October as a potential candidate. The 15th of October. Maybe. It's like coming up to Halloween as well. It's close, oh, so we're yeah, getting like yeah, hyped up. Yeah, I'm also yeah. absolutely dressed. Lenny, how old are you turning on uh, this weekend? Thirty-one. Thirty-one. Good so not, year. So not good two. Good like year, Lenny. honestly. Like I'm, I'm also thirty-one. It's a good year. Um, okay, here are my here are my, here have we got here are the ones I've written down. I mean, okay? if, you, if you pick Lenny's birthday, he's on the line right now. That's the only thing I would say. I've got November eighth. That's yep. the one I liked. Mm-hmm. I got February 29th. I like the yeah. <laughs> I like the shenanigans that that brings. Yeah, yeah. I do like December twenty sixth, but it, I just don't think it can be that one. Nah, screw it. It can be October fifteenth. It's Lenny's Let's birthday. Lock it in. Two Lennies on the same day. <laughs> I can't imagine my Lenny making it to thirty-one, but we'll see. In doggies, in doggies, hopefully, even still. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, some news. Hollywood on the Gold Coast. Yeah, well, theme park related news yeah. um, and iPhone related news. So the new iPhone has a feature where it can sense using all of the basically the same way it counts counts your steps, works out which way to flip the screen. It's yeah. got like all of the little metrics inside of the iPhone and it uses that technology to predict accurately when you've been in a car accident and it calls 911 over like the inertia of the yeah, phone. It can work out yeah, when the okay. physics aren't right and yep. something's happened and it calls 911. It's a very, very clever feature and people are saying groundbreaking for a phone. Yeah, that's this really cool. Apple just putting their users front and centre. Just fantastic work. The problem is... As you may have joined the dots together already based on my Hollywood on the Gold Coast. Ah. Uh, <laughs> it's going off on roller coasters. Yeah. So people are on roller coasters and the iPhone's calling the police. Yeah. Okay. Calling an ambulance for people on roller coasters because the physics are working the same way as a car accident. That's quite unfortunate. It is massively unfortunate for iPhone users and hugely unfortunate for 911 operators because they're now staying... That- 
imagine. Yeah. Imagine being a 911 operator and you answer the phone and it's like, 911, what's your emergency? And all you hear is, ah! Yeah, not... Yeah! Does not. Yeah. <laughs> like, we need to get there now. <laughs> <laughs> it would be the most horrifying call to answer until you went, wait a minute. Yeah. Wait a minute. I can hear Batman's voice through yeah, speakers. Okay, it's lines. a roller coaster. Damn it. Come on. Stop doing this. If you're the police, you've just got to wait for the call from a park attendant who's yeah. like, hey, I am okay, but yep. there's been a problem here. Yeah. Otherwise, you just can't respond to them. I just don't. I don't understand at what this feature, how how the roller coaster part yeah. hasn't been considered. Like, America is the theme park capital of the world. This feature works at the moment, I think exclusively in America. How did somebody not think about all of this? I can't wait for the day where we, like when you get on a plane and they're like, everyone, turn your plane out, your phone on airplane mode. It's like, all right, everyone, turn your phone on roller yeah. coaster mode. Turn your phone. <laughs> the raddest mode there is, really. Uh, you know, theme parks will start selling it. As, <laughs> yeah, this roller coaster will make your phone go off. Let There is a guy who is a TikToker, all right? He's got a friend who has recently become unemployed and and his life has, quote-unquote, fallen into shambles. Mm. He's a bit of a mess. He's not really being able to, like, get on top of his washing and cleaning his apartment and getting some stuff and vacuuming and dusting. So he's decided to come up with the solution. It's a sign of a life off the rails when you can't do your dusting. It does. find that, yeah. (laughs) I yes. That's a good metric, isn't it? Yeah, it is a good metric that I often don't have just a hit job, by accident. Don't have a job. Yeah. Can't afford to pay my bills, but God, the dusting's getting out of control. Yeah. That's the real, real low point. If this dusting isn't <laughs> improved immediately, my life will be in shambles. An ounce of dust in your apartment, I'm considering you off the rails. Uh, so what he's decided to do for his friend is like, look, I can't get my things together, but I'm a TikToker, so I've yeah. got the most important job in the world currently. Uh how about I hire you as my personal assistant? Oh, for God's sake. Two hundred dollars a yeah. day, which is not God TikTok right. This is every every single person that works in a job, even remotely similar to ours at mm. the moment, is like, what am I doing? Yeah. It really does seem like I have the office job version of that. Yes. Like, I work in an office, yeah. and that TikToker is paying his friend $200 a day to be an assistant. What she does, so she said, my friend Ellie is currently jobless, so I was like, sis, I'll give I'll give you $150. Can you please go through my closet and clean out all the clothes I don't mm. wear? This is so condescending, it's right? It's weird, yeah. To make, your friend a, to make your friend a personal assistant is an odd decision. My um, my friend is a plasterer, uh, and a lot of my other friends would be like, hey, Mardo, put a hole in the wall. Would you mind coming over and just having a look, quoting, and maybe even doing it on just like a, a, a side gig after work? If I was a, if I was Mardo, what I'd be doing is I'd be putting holes in people's walls <laughs> just, just like in, on the down low yeah. when I was at their house for, a, like for a party. Going over a party and kicking holes yeah, in the walls. Go, oh, look at that. <laughs> Yo, I can fix that up for you. Mate's right. It's cash. Especially cash, my cash. friends Joe and Sarah who have children be like, oh, oh God, these God, kids are out of control. It does look like that fits a yeah. size 12 foot perfectly, but it's, it's probably the two-year-old. What and I've seen a light breeze knock one of them over, <laughs> so I don't know where they're getting the lower body strength to kick holes through walls, no. but... I would... Uh, if I was a tradie, I'd be, I'd be doing stuff like that constantly. That makes he sense. Mind. He doesn't mind. It makes sense. It's he's, his job. He's got a skill. But if you're, if you're asking someone to be your personal assistant and do things like pick up your dry cleaning and all that yeah, sort of stuff... put your but clothes they, into neat piles. But they're also your friend. Yeah. This is this is Hollywood territory, isn't it? Like you're, this is what movie stars do. They, it really is, but they also don't hire their friends. I don't think. I think they, what happens is they hire an assistant, they become their friend. Exactly, it works right. in reverse. Plus, I also think that is there a job I could do for you that you wouldn't? Well, no. Is there something? Actually, let's change that around. If I had to pay you a yeah. hundred dollars a day, yeah, 
what would you offer up? Is there something you would do and you wouldn't feel condescended to in a version of the world where, like, it's mm. like Entourage. I'm I'm rich and famous and I just wanted you around. I what, would what t- could I pay you to do that you would feel good about? I'd take your clothes to, like, the dry cleaners, but I wouldn't mm-hmm. go through them and figure out what was dirty. Because I would just, like, do my own dry cleaning at yeah, the same yeah, time. I yeah. would be like, well, this is so if I had even. a basket, yeah. you'd be happy to take that basket to yes. the dry cleaners yes. for $100 a yes. day. Nah, you guess I'm going to do that for cheaper. Yeah, I was going to say, you live like really yeah, close to a dry cleaners what as well. What are you talking about? <laughs> I went to go get some food yesterday at an undisclosed location because I really don't want to get anyone in trouble. But yes. while I was going and getting some food, I saw something that reminded me of when I was 16 and working in the hospitality business. Yeah, the hospitality industry. And uh, there was a manager there, a shift manager, someone who was clearly in charge, mm-hmm. um, who did something that used to happen to me all the time and it made my... Neuron gave me shivers down my spine. I was like, oh. Recalling it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was not brave enough to stand up for myself, but I reckon if that happened... Now, if it happened now, I'd still need a job. So I'd be like, okay, Mm. whatever. But I'd be more adultly pissed about it. Yeah. What happened was I was waiting in line for food at this place. And there was a bunch of people there. They were not understaffed, but obviously very, very busy. It was around lunchtime. So I was like, fair enough. This is fine. Par for the course. I'm in no urgent rush. So all good. There was the manager who was not behind the counter of this place, but sitting across at one of the dining tables they had at this place, who was on their phone. Now, I was waiting there for maybe like five minutes, maybe even a little bit longer, and I was like, look, I really want food, and I don't really care that it's taking a while because these people, none of them are standing around. Something I did get told a lot when I worked at uh, wherever I worked, undisclosed location, was you got time to lean, you got time to clean. Yeah. Uh, no one was leaning. No Everyone one was, was doing stuff. Everyone was like preparing food or serving chat. people. They were flat chat. This what manager, was the manager doing? Manager was on their phone. I, was, I really am not trying to give away any details yeah. of where this may be. on their phone. They were on their phone uh, and sitting at one of the dining tables at this establishment looking at the counter. I was standing there for about six minutes or whatever and then all of a sudden this person looks up from their phone and goes... I don't even remember the name, so it's not like I'm going to accidentally name this person. But, George, um, we need some... Can someone please serve? What are we doing? Can someone please serve this person? And I was like... (laughs) I looked at them. I looked at, quote-unquote, George Mm -hmm. and went, I'm okay. I'm not... That's all right. I can see you're pretty flat shaped. Oh, God. I remember when my manager would not even be at a table. Mm -hmm. They would just be down the other end of the counter on their phone, texting, whatever, on Facebook a lot of the time. And I would be doing stuff, preparing food, serving people, making the drink that I used to make at Mm -hmm. this establishment. Yes. And they would go off at me for not serving people. They'd be like, hey, there's people people waiting. And Mm -hmm. I was like... Yeah. Yeah. This sure why is. You, why don't you step in and yeah. show us all how it's done? You know you how are, you are the leader. You're the leader. <laughs> why don't you step in and show us how to serve? I must have forgotten how to do it, so oh. can you please instruct me? How ridiculous. It made my blood boil, and I, I wanted to make sure George knew... We're all good, mate. I, I know get, what it's like. I used to get that in the kitchen of a uh, fast food outlet that I used to work in when yeah. I was a kid where the manager would just hover 
and be like, oh. quicker, what are we doing? This is not, we've got service, guys. Got to get the drive-thru. What are we doing? Mm. And I'm like, you have a pair of hands, champion. What are they painted on? What are you just, why <laughs> yeah. is yelling at us the only thing you can offer at this point? Why oh. don't you actually step in and do it yourself? It's it's infuriating, but at the same time cathartic because I feel like we can all share, if you've not been a manager, we can all share in these experiences. I need you to be very brave today, Canberra. <laughs> I know I'm asking a hell of a lot. When has a manager sat on their ass and done nothing <laughs> and not made a, you work to the bone? Not <laughs> that specific, but when is... What does a manager do that infuriates you? Yeah. Just It's a pet peeve of yours, and they seem to just get get a bit of joy out of going, well, this isn't my job anymore. It's like, I've, I've, gone I've been to promoted. A, I've gone to a different yeah. echelon. I don't have to do this anymore. And you're like, well, technically, you're just an expert at every part of the business. That's why you're a manager. You could do all of this if you wanted to help. Even if you wanted to, we won't put your name to yeah. it. <laughs> I think for your own safety what, of your job what security. A, what is a pet peeve yeah. of your manager? I also like that if, if you're a manager out there and you hear one of these things, stop it. You can go, <laughs> you know what? You yeah. can go, I do that thing. Maybe exactly. When the bar's flat out, I'll step in and actually help out. 131060, get on the phone. What do you hate that a manager does? We are discussing after Ned witnessed a manager click and point yes. to staff to start serving while they, doing were, nothing. while they were sitting on their phone. Yeah. We want to know, what's a little pet peeve of a manager you've uh, come across in your life? Exactly right. We, you could probably be helping right now, but you're not. Yeah. You're not helping. We are going to speak to, quote unquote, Sarah. Good morning, Sarah. How are you? I'm really good. How are you guys? Yeah, good, thank you. Yeah, good. Thank Very you, well, thanks, Sarah. Now, look, we uh, didn't even check. We just can confirm that you aren't a Sarah. Correct. I'm Correct. Not oh, a yeah, Sarah, okay. But there we I'll go. Wear that name today. Fantastic. Yep. Good luck to your manager finding you. But Sarah, tell us what your manager does that infuriates you. So um, when I was a kid, I worked in a, an independent grocer, and I worked like delicatessen, seafood, yep. whatever. Mm. Yeah. I had the, he was like, he wasn't the manager, but he was the family of the manager. Oh, okay. Manager. Mm-hmm. And he used to come to the deli after we cleaned and closed for the day. Like, I'm talking scrubbed the chicken oven, scrubbed yeah, the floor. it's all done. With a 20-kilo bag of onions mm. and then proceed to ask us, to slice that 20 kilo bag of onions on the freshly cleaned slices and not pay us for the additional no. <laughs> What is this guy running the world's yeah. biggest sausage sizzle? Why did he need this much chopped onion this regularly? That's the other question. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know what? I really couldn't tell you. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure... It was personal because yep. we, we did wholesale, but yeah. I never saw it go out in a wholesale order. A, it was just a break your spirit, happened. Sarah. I also, screw it, I worked in a coffee shop and I used to, when it would be the busiest it was, at like 8.30 in the morning, yep. as everyone's going to work, my manager would come in, not line up, and just come to like in front of the coffee machine and be like, can I just get four lattes, thanks? Uh, and I was like, you'll wear them if you want. <laughs> My sister's engagement party happened a couple of uh, weekends ago now. It was not this weekend, just gone, but the one before it. Um, and it was a really, really good time. Carrie and I went down there and uh, we were, we'd like, we, it was so funny because we were like the couple in waiting. Like, it was my sister getting engaged, yeah. but everyone kept looking at us going, oh, what's, yeah. going on? what's going on here? You guys seem pretty loved up. What's, why is there only one engagement party happening? Why, you... why are we doing two for one deal? What's going on? I mean, maybe not. Maybe this is why I'm single because of dumb things like this, but you and Carrie should have 
organized that like every time someone come up with me like when you when are you guys next you should have been like oh, I'm breaking up with Carrie next week yeah, no, and just no, see no, how just, far and wide that spread this in the isn't party. going well <laughs> this isn't going well I am miserable yeah. and what? Carrie is miserable as well. we, we, we are doing this for a facade this is what a are facade. you talking about? <laughs> this is a facade I had to bribe her to, to just come here and watch my grandma spread that room around like wildfire because she would <laughs> Missed opportunity. No. But also then again, maybe also a healthy relationship. No, it's, it's a good relationship and also a healthy family dynamic, yeah, I yeah, think, yeah. is really at the end of the Seems day. Seems like so everything good. We miss out on some laughs, yeah. but we do keep everything pretty healthy. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I do think that this engagement party was wonderful. I do think that it it's, nice. it's time for it to stop on social media. Oh. My sister is reliving the magic mm-hmm. every day uh, with a new post, mm-hmm. and I just... I think it's time for someone to say, "Pump the brakes." Yeah, okay. Look, pump, I'm just pump the brakes. I I did want I did want to take your word for it, but I'm just having a look. Yep, yep, yeah. She really has pretty, not. She's pretty not sure missed a day. Harry since and it's Megan's happened. wedding had less <laughs> press coverage than <laughs> this engagement party <laughs> has had. <laughs> I. Would, what, would never you, has one because there was one professional photographer there. Never yeah. has one photographer produced so much work. Yeah, <laughs> one, yeah. one photographer. Send me your portfolio. Yeah. I'm having a look at these photos. I don't even think this is from the engagement party. I think it's just from another photo family. Oh, this is amazing. The no. amount of work that is going on to manicuring her social media at the moment. Yeah, I mean, if I'm her full time employer, I'm sitting there going, some of that's happening on my dime. Like some of that's happening while you're at work. You obviously. could absolutely probably check when these yeah, have been posted. Time date. Them and go, well, this isn't necessarily update your cover photo for why the third we, time in four days. Why do we days. have Adobe Lightroom on the work yeah. computer now? Why is that a thing we need? Why is it a work expense all that, of a sudden? Is that Photoshop I see? What are we doing? I just, how do you have this conversation with a loved one? I want mum and dad are not going to do it. No, of course. They're happy. They're probably stoked on it. Um, I don't know, because I also want to have the same conversation with my sister about so her dog. It's like a it's less, not is that mo- cute. less is more. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, just wow. stop posting that one's about delicate. it. That yeah. one's delicate. Having said that, it's no, more, it's no more or less delicate than your love's annoying everyone. Yeah. So stop, stop <laughs> more showing us, me. Stop showing everyone how happy you are. <laughs> now, Ned, yes. um, look, lots has gone on in the world over the last two years, and a constant figure here for us in the ACT was the barman, the Chief Minister Andrew Barr. He does the barman. He was the he was up there giving the press conferences every day, telling us what was going on with COVID, telling us when we were allowed to leave our apartments and so on and so forth. Yes. And uh look, he, he did a good job through it all. I it was always so. you could sort of I loved my thing for a while was trying to work out his body language before yeah. he'd say anything. I was like Oh, today's a bad day. Yeah. You can tell. And I then he was he got very seacrest with it towards the end. Yes. Like he was he'd like, Oh, today's a bad day. He's like <clears throat> Good morning. No new cases. Yeah. He's like, today, <laughs> t- he's like, today is a bad day for COVID. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much how it works. Um, but he's back to doing chief minister things. He's not having to do daily press conferences anymore. He's like really cutting. And <laughs> I saw yesterday him in a hard hat. He was getting getting ready to go with the uh, the London Circuit light rail Love it. stage. He's shovel in the ground, hard hat, high vis. Then he's taken the soon to be heavily congested construction site road straight down into Barton because he's then whacked an apron on and started judging Rieslings. 
He's he's gone straight. I like Gosh. that he went from construction to drinking, yeah. not the other way yeah. around. Yeah. I think that's yeah. a very, very good thing. <laughs> but he went and he's going to be judging, well, he did judge um, some of the Canberra International Challenge, which is the Canberra International Riesling Challenge. It's on at the moment. Yeah. They're going to be announcing the winners on October 14, the Hotel Realm. This is... Riesling it, on a Monday is a good way to start the Riesling's week. Riesling's a great <laughs> afternoon yeah. on a Monday. Yeah. And there yeah. he is. I'm looking at the photo of him in the apron and he's judging the Riesling. Just enjoying it. Well, is he like sommelier where he's like going... Look, it's a and still spitting it out. It's a still photo. I believe he was doing that, but yeah. it's a spill. It's still photo. But he does. He's holding the glass in such a way that I believe there was swilling. I think he maybe Ooh, you know like did the notes. little spin the glass around thing. Getting this notes. This is why and we, not, we haven't been asked because yeah. I refer to it as the spinning the glass around thing. <laughs> yeah. This is this is making me happy seeing these photos. I'm, I'm glad like, we're back to normal. We're back to normal. We're back to normal. Nature is returning. Hard hat in the morning. Apron judging wines in the afternoon. <laughs> Fantastic. I'm sure a lot of heavy duty stuff going on in between. Yeah, the but, stuff that we don't need to worry about. Yeah, that's that's just his business now. Yeah. We're back to seeing him just doing fun stuff, and I like it. Here's my question. Mm. Where the hell is the invite for us to judge Rieslings? Why is that not happening? Yeah. Why? And I am putting the offer out there right now. Mm. We are on air here in Canberra. Okay. And I'm I'm we never try and use this job for anything. But if there is beer judging to be had, yes. Riesling wine judging to be had, yes. our door is open. It is always open. It is ready to go, particularly on a Monday afternoon. Oh, absolutely. Particularly I've got nothing on, on a Monday afternoon. After the Monday we had yesterday, yes. would have loved to end the afternoon this way. They'd go around and collect the spit buckets afterwards and go. Did you guys clean yours out already? No, 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 no. no, no. Have, I, uh, they have not been touched. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, I do not lo- need a bucket. Loving everything. <laughs> Josh, there is a woman who was getting married who had a bit of a snafu with her wedding cake. It didn't... Okay. Uh, I think the baker fell through or something. Eventually, she was left last. That'll cause a problem. <laughs> if the baker falls through, well, I mean, you've got, got no baker. Of, got a bunch of eggs, got a bunch of flour, got some milk, and, and no, no cake. cake. No <laughs> cake. Uh, it's essentially just left this bride with a last minute needing a cake and doesn't have a baker and doesn't know really where to go. That is poor form by the baker. That's Very got, poor That's got to be medical emergency territory if, you, if you're literally, because the cake is a centerpiece part of a wedding. Oh, like, that is, it's uh, so important. What are you doing? Um, the mother of the bride he's like i know that you could go to literally any other baker because mm. they probably can all handle a cake to some degree but this lady's saying that she, her mum pressured her do into hiring still, do you reckon bakers still like to do a cake no that's what i'm saying <laughs> but i also think that they are different sort of bakers yeah, there's no. bread bakers and there's you cake said, bakers um, well bakers could handle a cake yeah or what cake said, bakers i'm not yeah. sure bakers are like could handle a cake well i'm sorry i didn't understand <laughs> i didn't think that you thought that bread bakers and cake bakers were the same people you said all bakers could yes. handle a cake again it's like okay whatever <laughs> i'm moving past this because you're nitpicking and i need to keep the show going someone's got to someone's got to step up anyway uh, the mum has pressured her into hiring a professional baker yes. that was her friend for the job oh the mum is going she's yeah quite a quote pressured her into this so she's like you need to hire my friend her my friend is the absolute best well a bit of mates rates as well probably well not really because it was five hundred dollars so actually oh, i don't know what the going yeah, no, for, for a it. wedding cake that's mates rates uh, that seems like it's pretty cheap because they're always towering mm-hmm. um she's been sent a what do you think so far it's essentially just two woolly sponge cakes, put one on top of each other, <laughs> different layers, yeah. and then a very, very thin plastering. Essentially, like, if you have to put any plastering on your wall and sand it down, oh, no. so it doesn't, it barely looks like it's on the wall, that much of icing oh, on no. the cake. Oh, no. Turns out... Hey, um, can, I, can I ask about the icing to paint a visual picture? Sure. Does it look like 
the person who's baked the cake didn't have enough icing couldn't be bothered going back to Woolies? No. They've just tried to make it work with the little bit of icing they had? They have no concept of... Like pacing yourself, yeah. Because the top of it is very, very thick, well done, and, and then, then the sides yeah. of it are very thin. Yeah, we're talking about the same thing. They've run out and gone. I could get another packet, but I'm not going if to. If you just scrape yeah. some of it off the top and smear it around, so it's like she's not even putting any effort into trying to hide how crappy of a job she's done. Five hundred dollars. The, the lady's gone. Like the, the bride is gone. What the hell's going yeah. on? Yeah. The mum mm-hmm. has gone. Uh, it might have been Susan. She's not really a professional baker, but she like can do an all right job. The daughter's gone, where's she gotten these ingredients from? She literally has been like, well, they're like the ones you make out of mm. like a packet that you get from Woolies yeah, or great, Coles or whatever that you whisk up Fantastic. and then you just add water to. It's hard to do sometimes, but trusting your mother implicitly sometimes can backfire. Danger. It's yeah. fraught with danger. I, my mum sent me to doctors that she's known because mm-hmm. she's worked at the hospital for a while and they've gone off to do other practices and stuff. And she's like, just go to my friend, this person. Mm-hmm. Uh, I won't say where they worked or who, what their names were or anything, but I genuinely felt unsafe yeah. and that I wasn't mm-hmm. 100% sure that this person was a was doctor. even a doctor, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm not a doctor. Yeah. I'm glad that I didn't end up the same way as this icing on this How cake. this lady could have got a better cake? Yeah. Baker's Delight, probably. <laughs> they would have been able to whip something better I'm than done. this. I'm, I'm done. done. <laughs> I actually quit. I'm over this. <laughs> and Ed, um, just taking a quick look at uh, my... Uh, Sanity at the moment. Okay. <laughs> Hanging on by a thread. I'll yeah. tell you what, Chief. Right. But We're uh, late. it's late enough in the yeah, year that that's okay. Is the other thing that is really, really showing me that I'm I'm focusing on really dumb things. Yeah. I think it's to distract myself from, you know, the just real scary my general feelings things. about everything that goes on in this building. But yes. the, uh, the other side of the coin that I'm having is I'm enjoying fixating on the stupid things a little bit. They're fun. Because I've realized that there are some questions out there that I don't really know the answer to. Yeah, and I'm 31. That's exciting. Like, obviously, I know I don't know lots about things you'd have to go to uni for. Yeah, I'm talking about little questions <laughs> about the world that I maybe should have figured out by yeah. now. I still don't know. I like that. I'd say life is very much drive within the lines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then every now and again, you'll see you and I just were talking about me making too many analogies, and here's yeah. another one that yeah, probably excited. make no sense. But I feel like in life you have to drive within the lines, and every yeah. now and again you'll see a funny, cool billboard on the side of the road, and you're like. Good. Yeah. Anyway, back to within the lines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Something just distracts you. And this is what yeah. happened to me yesterday. I was in the shops and they had one of those the stalls for like one of the lottery homes. Mm. It's like a home you win. You, you fill out a raffle ticket. Yeah, I see those. You donate to charity and you can win a house. Yeah. And it's in the Hunter Valley, New South Wales. So it's like near Newcastle. And it's beautiful. Like, it's a six-bedroom mansion with, yeah. like, a big, beautiful pool. And <laughs> it looks out over this sweeping vista that will probably be a housing estate by the end of the, yeah. about the, end of the decade. But the point is, it's beautiful. Mm. With, if you win that, yeah. you have to move to Newcastle. Like, well, you have a house. Your yeah. whole life changes. Yeah. Like, if you want to live in that beautiful, the prize you win <laughs> yes. would change your whole life. And maybe not for the better. Like, you'd have to quit your job. Oh, well, you'd like, have to if pull you have a kid. very city-centric yep. job, yep. To that's pull, it. Pull your kids out of school, potentially. Yep. Like, it changes. That's a hassle. That's yeah. not a prize. That's a hassle. I guess maybe they're thinking that, like, the benefits of not having to figure out a mortgage and stuff yeah. outweighs every other problem in life. Well, not being is... employed, not being able to afford groceries, not being able to send your kids to school. It's a very specific investment property as yes. well. Because if you wanted to move a family into one of those lotto homes, you're charging a lot of rent because they're mansions. So yeah. you need to get a, somebody who wants to rent a mansion like 
like that. Yeah. And if they've got the money to rent it, they'd probably just buy one themselves. Yeah, like, yeah, right, buy this one. Is, and then, this is probably the worst of all for the Lotto Home raffle-style situation at the moment. Yeah. Property prices are about to fall through the floor, apparently, according to everybody, depending yeah, on who yeah, you yeah. believe, by as much as 30%. So what... If you wanted to sell it right now, it's it would, the worst possible time to sell it. So if you're going to hold on to it, you're paying rates. Yes. You're paying, like, landscaping because you're not going to move to Newcastle to mow the lawn. Yeah, yeah. You, you, are, you are literally this just... This is a hustle. hustle. And then maybe by the time the property prices go back, the kitchen's out of date. You need to do some <laughs> renovation. This is a hassle. This isn't a prize. Yeah. This is a hassle. It's like if you won the lottery and they're like, all right, great, you've won a million dollars. It's in gold doubloons, yep. which no bank takes. The gold... You'll have to figure out how you're going to transfer them into anything. Those gold doubloons are at the top of Mount Everest. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> Josh, uh, Vancouver in Canada seems like a pretty cold place, but I also think that it's... I think of Canada the same way Americans think of Australia, where it's always hot. Mm-hmm. You think it's always cold? I think it's always cold in Canada. I feel like it is so, uh, kind of always a little bit well, cold. winters are uh, to a level that you and I could not comprehend. It's like, like it, it does snow there a lot. But they also have a summer. It exactly. gets, gets pretty warm as well. I don't know. Well, I guess they'd be going into winter at the moment. Anyway, Jack Harlow was performing in Vancouver over the weekend, decided to come out with a hose, a garden hose, yeah. and sprayed the crowd with a garden hose. Just, in the freezing cold. Uh, well, I don't know if it was in the freezing cold because it did seem like it was inside, but it just seems like it's not a great thing to do. Is it? Is it? Can you see any footage, any photos? Yes. Is the crowd, does the crowd look sweaty? They don't really. They look like... Because at, at a big day out back in the day, yeah. this was the greatest thing when this used to happen, when the that security would get the hose and start going nuts. People would flock to it. It was fantastic. It certainly seems like it's at the very least at, at night. Okay. So the big day out ones, when that was rad, it was big, during the middle of the day when it would yeah. you would literally dry within about five minutes. In the Australian January sun. Yeah. So it was like 40. <laughs> yeah. The one I remember was in Adelaide, it was 40 degrees. It was a lot. So I don't think... It's inside and it's nighttime. Is there an artist that like if 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 I so we're going to pretend it's really cold yeah. and you're going to ask me is there an artist I would let let's I would say, be like you know I'm so caught up in the magic of this show. Let's I say it's a month ago. So okay, not yeah. freezing but cold. Cold. Yeah. And you are it's at night so you've got to go outside afterwards into the cold and your clothes are wet. Is there an artist that you'd be like you know what whatever. As mm. a matter of fact, I love it. I love it. I was so I was so excited by the just the general show, the yeah. way that it was all done. The, I was the, of, the frantic pageantry of yeah. the whole thing that being I being watered like a I don't <laughs> care that I've been watered like a plant. That's <laughs> yeah. that's pretty much it. Yes. Oh, you know, It'd be few and far Canberra, Canberra winter is bloody cold though, isn't it? I mean, to really to really answer the question and say yeah, I'd be fine with that. Yeah, I've seen all the bands I'd want to see that I would be fine with that. I don't yeah. need to see them again if it means I'm going to be soaked to the bone. I guess it's not that cold. I just looked up Vancouver weather. It's like 20 degrees at the moment. So what this story's ended up being is Jack Harlow yeah. has provided a hydration <laughs> relief to a crowd yeah. that were probably a little hot, yeah. and it's actually a very normal thing that an artist has done at a festival. Correct. <laughs> this is why research is important, kids. <laughs> Anybody out there, hopefully, oh. hopefully the radio school can pick this one up and go, this is what not to do. He water damaged someone's phone. There you go. But oh, he said okay. sorry. Now it's all undone. Yeah, now. Now this is why this Jack is why Hello, it's a new story. Jack Hello can't afford to replace someone's <laughs> phone, from what I understand. That was the Ned and Josh Ned and Josh podcast. podcast. If you or someone in your family has been injured at work, visit meja.com.au. Hit 104.7.